Hello, Gems. Welcome to another episode of TRs in Tech. I'm your host, Shelly Benhoff, and today I'm talking to Samudu Sirwadana about being a project leader versus a project manager. She is a project manager at Hashnode, aspiring web developer, tech influencer, and a mother. We talked about the importance of emotional intelligence, the relationship between dev and PM, and our thoughts on project management practices gone wrong. Without further ado, on to the episode. So tell us about how did you get interested in tech? Uh, yeah, so I'm coming from business management background. So when I was doing my business management degree, I had a module of project management. So we had to do a presentation on project management processes. So when I was thinking what I have to do, so my husband is a programmer. So when I was thinking what I have to do, he just suddenly said, okay, they are using this Scrum framework for their projects. So he said, just check it out. So I started researching on Scrum framework and I got to know about agile methodologies. Then I started, uh, like, I became interested. Then I wanted to get into project management, IT project management. So I eventually dropped out from my <laughs> college degree and started doing BCS and started uh, self-learning about project management, business analysis and everything and started applying for jobs. So then I got into a business analyst job and then later on I changed my track to project management. So I've been working as a project manager for the past six years. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> six years. And I know how it feels to be like interested in one thing and then see this other shiny, you know, gem, right. you know, that uh, just interests you more. What is it about project management that interests you? Oh, uh, yeah. One of the major things is that actually you get to empower teams, right? Uh, you get to help them to uh, perform better uh, and also uh, uh, help them to like... Uh, uh, remove the, remove any impediments, hurdles along the way and empower them and help them to get things done. That is one of the major things that I, I really get my satisfaction out of uh, managing projects. And also uh, when you're building teams and after some times when you're looking back, back at the teams, when you see at the beginning how the team performs and after some times how the teams are performing, the bond that see you between the teams and when you see, okay, you actually, you actually make that team, right? When you see that you get a, like a really great satisfaction and also when you see the, the, the things that you build and when you see those in production also, uh, you get a, like a really great satisfaction. I think those are the things that really enjoy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You touched on something, seeing something work in production. I have been a developer for a very long time. There are still a lot of websites out there that still have my stuff on them. And lately 
I've been using um, the uh, Orlando Health site. I used to be the lead uh-huh. developer on that, and I implemented the um, ER wait times. And I've been looking at that <laughs> to like <laughs> see if you know it's a long wait. Is it a short wait? If I'm sick, you know. I have anxiety, so I I like to do research on stuff that I probably shouldn't spend my time doing, but it's so funny to, to see it from, you know, a user perspective. And then it's like, I helped build that. And it's so cool to see it in the real world. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And, and also the connections that you build along the way uh, as a project manager or as a team member, when you're working in teams, actually uh, that those connections, those friendships that you build along the way, when you see that you actually help a person along the way, those are really great satisfaction that you build. Absolutely. Uh, I, I love to see people succeed. I look forward to the day when, you know, someone who I mentor like far surpasses me and I can learn from them you know like I'm totally happy with that and that's more leadership I think that project managers um in general aren't aren't always leaders you are I can tell that you are because (laughs) you're um supporting a team instead of just managing tasks, which I, I love to do that too. I, I have a company that's three people, you know, and we use Jira and Confluence and like, I have all of it organized like in epics and per like course we're working on or whatever is each project. So it, it works for like non dev stuff as well. But I think for me, it's also um, controlling the flow of work and supporting people to make sure that they are successful, right? Exactly. I would actually like to have the term project leaders than project managers, because we don't want to manage people. We want to lead them and support them and facilitate them. I would really like to have the term project leaders than project managers. That'll absolutely be a quote for this episode. You'll see that all over social media. I love it. Um, Yeah, absolutely. So your experience is interesting because you have also studied coding as well. I don't know a lot of project managers who have actually touched code. Now they can understand the concepts like absolutely you know i can i can talk technical to any any project manager understands but they don't always apply it as well so i was just wondering you know how how did you get into that as well uh, yeah so i've been I've been managing projects for the past six years and managing teams, helping them. But uh, uh, I I wanted to learn. So when it comes to projects and teams, 
from requirements and designing to testing and delivering all those parts I know. Only thing that I don't know how to do is programming. So that is one area that I really, really wanted to get to know. Uh, so that is why I wanted to start uh, programming. Uh, so, and also I thought like, uh, so you know that, uh, so not everyone talk about this, but there is this underlying love-hate relationship between developers and PMs, right? So I want to eliminate this thought process as well. I want to actually get to know them better. So because this, this love-hate relationship comes from where that developers think that uh, uh, PMs can't understand them because they don't know about programming. They don't know actually what developers are going through. So whenever a developer is giving an estimation, PMs try to maybe change it. If they are giving three days, PMs asking, why can't you do this in, this in two days? So they really, really hate it, right? And if a, if a PM says, okay, we have to do this. Uh, if a developer says, okay, we can't do it like this, then the PM asks, okay, why can't we do this? Find a way to do it, right? So there are things like this that is going on. So I want to actually learn program and to eliminate this part and try to understand why developers provide these solutions, uh, why can't they do this? Why they give these estimations? How can I help them to provide better solutions to if they are giving a, a estimation that they can actually achieve, then I should be able to back them up, not to, ch not to change the uh, estimation, right? So if I, if I have a better knowledge on programming, I can actually defend my teams. I can actually back them up. So I thought, so this is a this is my way of helping the teams. If I learn how they work, if I learn this programming, I can actually help them. So that is why I really, really want to like get into programming and learn. And, and uh, another benefit that I get from that is I can build my own projects there. <laughs> so that is another benefit I get from that. So, yeah, absolutely true. I, I don't think you know how passionate I am about it is not us versus them. I've worked at so many organizations where the dev team hated the PM team and management did nothing about it. They didn't like try to even, you know, bring them together in any way. And I've worked for development managers that further propagate this problem and they call them them <laughs> you yes. know like you can't have that mentality because it's not us versus them if we're all working at the same company or okay. we're we're on the same project team it's a team there's no i in team there's no them okay. in team <laughs> exactly so far the the problems that i had actually because when there's a big management team, when I don't know exactly what's going on, I don't have a way to defend my team. So I had to take my engineering manager to take with me to back, back me up 
with the estimations and the budgets and everything. And it's sometimes very hard uh, because if the engineering manager doesn't know how to defend the team, uh, then I don't have enough data and I don't know how to explain the technical terms and everything. It's very hard for me to defend the team. So I, I don't want to put me in that decision, any, uh, in that situation anymore. So the best yeah. solution is to learn programming and learn the technology. So then I can help the teams. <laughs> yeah, I think um, another way to look at it is that um, this corporate culture and this tech culture that we have where developers judge people who can't code or haven't tried I just there's such a big sigh in in my heart for that because again I've worked for tons of companies that just accepted this just accepted that that's how developers think I'm a developer I don't think that way I've always but. treated project managers with respect and if they have a technical question, I'll take the time to explain it to them like they're a developer because they do understand. And I feel so passionate about this. I'm about to get out my soapbox and stuff I'm like, <laughs> ah, sermon. But like I, I did multiple presentations to companies and to user groups like pretty recently about this topic. I had no idea that you were going to bring this up either. And it's just that I've seen this in so many companies where people just kind of accept that that's how they're treated. I don't think that project managers have to learn programming. I mean, it's, it's great. Honestly, I just wouldn't want people to shy away from project management because they think that they need programming as well. You can understand very complex technical concepts without actually applying them. So I think that people on, on each side, you know, have to come together and cross training and all of that stuff. But developers need to stop having the stupid ego. It's just, exactly. we do amazing things, <laughs> right? We control okay. computers and it's really cool, but you don't have to be an asshole about it, you know? Like uh, yes, but it's, uh, uh, it's not about that all the time. It depends. It's depends person to person. Yeah. The thing is, some people knows how to explain very well, but some people doesn't know how to explain. It depends person to person, because in my teams, there are people who knows exactly how to explain. So I have great teams that knows how to explain. So I had a really good time having uh, teams like that. So I had no issue managing those teams because I had a really good support. I could understand everything that is going on in the teams, but sometimes there were teams that I really had hard times understanding what's going on sometimes because when there are some problems coming up, because whenever they're trying to explain me, I can't understand what is the problem even because I, I can't understand the way that they, they explain. They don't know how to explain properly and they think it's my problem because I can't understand. And then I also feel like, okay, I can't understand this. <laughs> yeah. So that happens sometimes. 
it's, oh, sure. it's, I think, two ways. It's, I think, two ways. So I don't yeah. know, but uh, it depends. But I, I definitely think the not PN doesn't have to have that knowledge to manage teams, not at all. But it's my way of, I think it's my way of like getting, uh, getting closer to the team. It's my way of supporting more and, you know, like getting into the circle in a way. <laughs> yeah. And it's also um, establishing trust, I think, yeah. because yeah. Um, a lot of teams, if there isn't trust there, that's just a recipe for disaster. Like it, it, it isn't a team really. It's just a whole bunch of individual people. It's like herding cats, you know, <laughs> everybody's off doing their own thing. And that's just not good for consistency or for, you know, the team's overall performance, I think. So yeah, it is, um, it's, it's hard to, manage tasks and then also lead. And I really, really like the term project leader. I think that that is a completely different thing than project manager. Um, so that just, that blows my mind. Um, so since you're studying web development, um, what technologies and languages are you studying? And also what types of um, tutorials or blogs or study material have, have helped you? Uh, so I started with uh, HTML, HTML and CSS. Perfect. So, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is the easiest way to start. Uh, and now I'm learning JavaScript. I think I will be learning JavaScript forever. <laughs> Same. I mean, I, I started with JavaScript whenever it started, I guess. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Still doing it. <laughs> you're right. It's, it's kind of ongoing, never ending circle. Uh, so I started the free code camp. I think I would encourage anyone to like start with that. It's a, it's a great resource. Uh, so, uh, and HTML and CSS, I mainly referred few uh, YouTube uh, channels, uh, Travis Media, NetNinja, and uh, uh, Kevin Powell for CSS, oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> and yeah, there are a few others. Now I can't remember names. <laughs> Uh, That's okay. So, yeah. Uh, so for JavaScript, then uh, there's this web design uh, course on free code camp. And also on Scrimba, there's another JavaScript free course. And also there's a React free course as well in Scrimba. And the Scrimba course is really, really good. good. It's uh, project-based and it's really good. So I would encourage anyone to try it out. Great. Uh, so those are the, everything is free resources that I started so far. And then I, so I needed a little bit structure after that. 
So then I started the uh, Udemy course, uh, Jonas. Okay, I can't I can't pronounce the last name Schmedman properly. Schmedman. I'm sorry for it. That's yes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jonas Schmedman, mm -hmm. and that course is really great. Uh, JavaScript course, uh, well structured and project based as well. Uh, that courses I'm still following. Uh, so those are the resources that I'm currently following. So you and have a Udemy course, you have it completed. <laughs> join the, and, you know, join the fun. That's all of us. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so with that, uh, I started the 100 days of code on Twitter. So that's a great way to like have the commitment and because you have to at least learn one hour per day. So you have to keep, uh, have that commitment for yourself to do at least spend one hour per day learning, which is a great motivator. And uh, you can uh, start uh, posting your learnings. So you can find other people who are learning as well. And with that, you can share resources with them and you can learn uh, from them as well. So that's how I I am currently learning with it. I love that. Yeah. And I have also joined that. I don't yes. post every day. I I don't do it every day. Um, but I, I started maybe last fall and I'm on like day 50, I guess. Um, but still, like the point of it is to just spend a little time learning something new and it's exactly. really um useful to show how such a small amount of time consistently will really teach you and help you in life exactly. now if if i could do the same thing for exercise that'd be great <laughs> same yeah, yeah. I'm just like mm, exercise or video games, go outside or video games. Like <laughs> I can't help it right games. now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing way too many right now. The quarantine stuff for me needs to end so I can, like, um, but yeah, <laughs> I can, it's fine. Um, yeah, I, I know that this wasn't exactly a question I sent you, but just talking about project management um, in general, I've worked with a lot of companies that started out waterfall and then decided to go agile and just sprinkled in sprints and tried to merge agile into waterfall. I was mm -hmm. wondering if you've ever experienced that or... Um, what you think about that practice in general? Uh, so I haven't, I haven't worked in a company like suddenly transit to agile, but I worked in a company that with waterfall. Uh, so I know what is the difference, mm -hmm. right? But I worked in a company that practice bad agile. <laughs> bad scrum but they say like they practice scrum so sometimes we have to move along with that we try to change it but it doesn't work 
because uh, you can't work the system as a single team. You, when you are working in an agile system, you have to change the whole system. Otherwise, it doesn't work as a single team. It's very hard. If the management doesn't buy in the whole agile practices, especially uh, just a single team down the line, it doesn't work like that. So it's it's very hard to work like that. So I've experienced that. So and I've, we have tried to change it, but they are trying to just like you know feed us okay scrum sprint do it like that. Yeah. But we can't produce results with that. So and finally they blame scrum or agile. It doesn't work. So that has been happening. Uh, but I would say. Scrum agile. If you if you actually practice it properly, and also you don't have to like go by the book as it is. It's a it's a framework, right? And each teams each projects are different. So you have to customize it according to your teams, based on your team dynamics and the projects, and then with the whole system, whole company system, you can customize it and work it according to that, then you can actually achieve great results. Exactly. But, yep. But very few people understand this. I know. That is, <laughs> that is a huge problem. I, I can't believe it's still happening. Agile has been around for what, like 10 years at this point or longer. Yeah. And um, I have rarely worked anywhere that actually implemented it properly because I think that people are still stuck in the past. People are still stuck in the, you do all the discovery up front, all of it, and then you, you plan and do the project and nothing will ever change and it'll be fine. Yeah, right. That's never going <laughs> to happen. You need to have a framework to handle the, the bumps in the road you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it's very unfortunate to see, see that. And then there are agile coaches coming into the picture and saying this, okay, do the daily stand-ups, then everything will be fine. So <laughs> just the stand-up? No, that's not the change. It's, it's the whole mindset. It's like with Waterfall, you are assigning, um, resources to projects but in agile you're assigning projects to resources it's the opposite y you put the people first i hope i just said the opposite thing you know what i mean <laughs> yes it's i get it that in waterfall the client and the money come first and this leads to you know overworked devs who are right. spending weekends and I've been asked to miss funerals before and that whole culture of just do it, whatever. But agile supports the people and it makes you um, take on projects that you have enough people for, or that you can get enough people for instead of making your people do yeah. something you know um over time and all of that but yeah 
that's been my experience. It's, um, it's changing rapidly. You know, <laughs> my, my jam this year is just telling companies how to treat people, how to, you know, um, make sure they're like rested and not burnt out or leaving. Um, so that's where, that's where all of this is coming from. It's, it's like my therapy to talk to people and get them to do the right things and like make change in the world. That's me. <laughs> exactly. No, that is great. I think uh, as a PM also, that is where we can also push that not to over overwork or burn out people. That is where we can one area that we can help our developers as well. One exactly. thing that I really really dislike asking people to work weekends or anything. I I have never done that. Good for, you. Good for <laughs> yes. you. Thank you from all developers I, everywhere. <laughs> I would push my clients or like uh, management or anyone to like push the deadline somehow. Yeah. Because don't want to do that. Uh, because that is bad. That is, because that is their personal life. You don't want to over burn them. Uh, so I would fight for that as much as possible. Yeah, I was, I think that my favorite um, project management story, project management gone wrong, is where I worked at this place and the the CEO decided that the whole website was going to be rebranded and completely redone in a completely different framework and everything in six months. And there were like four of us, like maybe four or five. And so as the project went on, we're all working like 80, a hundred hours a week for six months. And they're just like, you know, we're like, we can't do this. The whole like user login system takes a long time and whatever. They just kept, you know, lowering the minimum viable product so what we published, oh, and then the other thing was the CEO was going to ring the uh, bell at the stock market. I don't know what it's called. I'm sure I sound dumb, but, and so he wanted the site to go live right then. What a dick. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, right. it was awful. <laughs> I remember actually, uh, so I haven't asked, but actually my CEO has asked. So one company actually I left, one of the reasons for that actually for my leaving as well, uh, my CEO keep asking my uh, team members to work weekends because I asked the CEO to like, uh, we can't work weekends and asking to like keep pushing the deadlines. So behind my back, my CEO messaging or calling my teammates and asking them to work during the weekends. So oh one of the reasons to <laughs> leave that company as well, because uh, because the teammates, they are very dedicated people and they can't say no to the CEO as well or the yeah. co-founder as well. 
so they keep working during the weekends but i know that they are working because they are workaholics but they can't keep going like that absolutely Even not i ask ask them to reject they don't reject so and i can't work uh, in a toxic environment like that as well so one of the reason for me to leave as well actually yeah yeah i i don't blame you that's terrible to have someone go behind your back and do something i that's happened a lot but never never a ceo like that's just terrible that's really really poor leadership and you made the right choice to leave what you're accurately calling a toxic environment we need to make sure that people are cared for when you care for your team and employees that reflects in the quality of your products and services it i'm like yes. everything we're talking about is just like i i could get on a big soapbox about everything and i'm trying to rein it in a little bit <laughs> cuz this is about you it's not about me <laughs> <laughs> it's about you as well you can tell it's about no us yeah. <laughs> sure um yeah so on the i guess other side of it um when you're organizing products um tasks for projects and priorities and keeping up with tasks for yourself how do you stay organized and productive uh yes to you mean to for myself to for yourself productive. yeah yes yeah so to do that so i am naturally i'm a planner <laughs> i can't help it so i usually plan my month my week because currently i'm doing a lot and i mean i have a full time job i learn uh, and also i write sometimes and i have a family that i have to take care of so my life is a roller coaster sometimes so i have to stay productive and stay organized otherwise i can't keep up with my work so usually i plan a month ahead and then i plan weekly wise uh so every sunday i usually spend one to two hours to like uh, plan my whole week so i time box uh, each day so then i know exactly what i'll be doing uh the five days of the week and uh, so then uh, i try to stay focused during my time boxes that i plan uh because uh staying productive and staying organizing means like we don't have like everyone has the same time right it's not like we are creating more time we just have to make most out of the time that we have uh so and also i i understand my body and my mind so i know more energetic time that i have and i know what are the times that i am lazy and uh i don't have enough energy to do much work so based on that i plan my activities so the time that i uh, the things that i need more focus 
and the things that is more important tasks and everything I plan in the morning. So because that is more, my more energetic time. So by 10, 11, I think most, most of the important tasks are done usually. So then the usual meetings and everything I usually plan after my uh, lunch because that is my laziest time. I think after, after lunch, I just want to sleep usually. <laughs> so <laughs> I usually plan my meetings during that time. So then uh, because meeting means that is uh, anyway very less productive. But the good thing is like... Uh, at Hashnot, we have very less meetings. We don't have meetings at all, if I say. Wow. So, which is a really good thing we, because we have an async culture. So, which is a good thing, very productive for us. We can actually have a focused time. So, because of that, I don't have a, much of meetings these days. So, I have a very focused, productive time. But the meetings that I have, very few meetings, I uh, plan during that time. And uh, uh, then uh, also to stay organized, I use very minimal tools because I can't have much of like many tools because then, uh, then it is not very productive for me. I, I, I use only Google Calendar and also uh, a bullet journal. That's all. Uh, for, to arrange everything and to block time, I use Google Calendar. Same. And uh, to note down everything, to do brain dumps and all the tasks uh, and notes and everything, I use uh, bullet journal. And this bullet journal is not a very fancy bullet journal that you see everywhere because I'm not a creative person and I can't waste my time you know, with creative stuff. It's a very minimalistic system that I created for myself. Uh, so those are the things that I do for staying organized and being productive. So what you have to do is to stay organized and being productive, you have to create your own system. You can see what other people and people do and you can take tips from them. But you have to understand yourself, your energy. And based on that, you have to create your own system. So from my past years, I, I have understood my energy, my way of working. So based on that, I have created a very simple system for myself. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, um, I just wanted to go back for a second about meetings, because this is one of those topics, you know, this meeting could have been an email and I just published a course with a whole, like a whole module, actually, it's like a half hour long about reviewing the effectiveness of meetings. And, um, one thing that I, um, stress to people is that not all meetings have to be an hour. Not all meetings have to be a half an hour you can book 10 or 15 minutes into someone's calendar and still get what you need out of that, especially if it's two people, like you can just have your conversation and go about your day. Um, but I think that a lot of people don't realize that there are other ways to communicate other than meetings, because we've been stuck in this loop of 
Zoom meetings and, you know, just spending an, an hour just talking, but not really using the time wisely to accomplish objectives. Um, okay. So I, I always suggest like agenda, send it out ahead of time have people either add to it or, or say this is out of scope or whatever, and then stick to the agenda in the meeting. <laughs> like if, if something else comes up, that's off topic, put it in a parking lot, pin it for later. Like it's, it's still um, important. Absolutely. But not in this specific meeting. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't have a question for you there. That's just my <laughs> approach um, to corporate meetings. I totally, yes, I totally agree. So, uh, so if I say that uh, at, at now at, uh, at Hashnode, uh, even scrum meetings, if I say we have moved it to something like, something like email. So we are using this something called threads. Mm -hmm. uh, it's something similar to um, it's uh, it's written communication. Mm -hmm. We don't have meetings anymore for Scrum meetings. Uh, it's written communication, so it's actually we save a lot of time. We only have the sprint planning meeting, and that is also we are trying to limit it to one maximum two hours. So with these things, we are actually saving time for developers, so they actually have time to focus and get things done. Exactly. And then um, another plus is that a lot of developers are introverts and they really don't like meetings. Like I, I don't mind them. I'm a, I would say that I am a neurodivergent extrovert. Like I'm an extrovert when I feel comfortable being myself, you know, and that isn't um, all the time. That isn't like in, in the real world. I don't, I don't go out in a tiara and stuff like that. You know, I kind of, <laughs> I try to blend in, um, but I don't remember where I was going with that. Oh, right. Um, yeah. I, I have worked with more developers that hate meetings than developers that like them. So it's just a, um, it's, it's also really, really hard to be coding something really complex and have to stop to talk to people when you don't want to do that in the first place, you know? So it's just, um, understanding where people are coming from, you know, having that emotional intelligence and empathy, um, really, really helps everybody work together and establish trust and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I think we're pretty much out of time. I have like so <laughs> many other questions. All right. I'll just ask you this um, last one. Have you had any bad experiences as a woman in tech? And then what support do you think that we need to be successful and deal with negative people right i think we all have that experience as women in tech <laughs> that is yeah so i would say that uh, uh 
few experience in the sense the most common ones that is keep happening actually is uh, being heard right that is keep happening uh, i mean there are a lot of experiences that is uh, when there are brainstorming sessions or meetings that is happening that i am proposing something or giving some ideas people just brush it off and just not accepting my ideas and after some times another guy proposed the same idea that was being in the same meeting and they accept that idea and implement it and give the credit to that guy which totally. is something something really <laughs> bad i was like okay dude i just said it <laughs> okay i was like that is really bad that that keep happening like most of the time and another one if i am like if i'm saying something straight i'm so bossy right they say that and if i'm nice and say i want this done then i'm threading them i don't know how i should how how i should behave i don't know these are the very very common thing that keep happening uh, so i am i don't know like now i don't care anymore whenever like something like that happens i just stand up for myself and if i see that happens to someone else also i stand up for them <laughs> that is what i'm doing so i yeah. think uh, to help other women that's what we have to do we should not stay quiet we should uh, stand up for them as well uh, because it's our problem it's right not, it's not their problem anymore it's our problem it's as a whole as women it's our problem yeah uh, and for negative people if it is criticism if you are talking about i mean not as a women if it is just criticism it's uh, all of it yeah yeah uh if it is criticism if there's something that i have to improve i usually take it and try to improve myself but if it is something that is totally irrelevant for me they are saying something out of jealousy or something i totally ignore because i don't want to waste my energy but it is something related to that is totally something like this that i just told you this incident that is how they treat because of my gender i totally stand up for that good yeah as yeah. as you should absolutely i i had experiences where i've been in a conversation in a group and there's like one guy that is so bothered by my presence that he won't even look at me even when i'm talking to him and like stuff like that and just um what you said about the person that took credit for something that you did i can't tell you how many times not only did they take credit they got promoted into management which oh, reinforced yes. that behavior like oh my god exactly. yes that has happened yes yeah and then i'm just like hello <laughs> you know no i'm i'm usually like goodbye you know because that's the point when i leave that job it's just um 
not great, but supporting each other, you know, that's what I'm all about. That's what this podcast is all about. And I would say to younger people who are um, struggling with people who are negative towards their specific gender um, choice, whatever, it's, it's about them. They're projecting their stuff on you. And as you get older, you just care less. Honestly, it, it, it used to drive me crazy, but now I can see just as you said, it's just not worth my energy to even care. These people are, are like that. It's just not. Yeah. Well, with that, we will wrap up this episode. Um, why don't you tell us if you have anything to promote and where can people connect with you? Oh, I don't have anything to promote as per se, but you can connect me on Twitter anytime. Uh, I'm on Twitter as Sumo Sirivarvelin. And also you can find me on LinkedIn if you like as Sumudu Sirivarvela. Uh, so if you have any questions or need any help on getting into tech or any have any questions on PM or need any help on any area, I'm happy to help. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I I know you're busy and I really, really think that you had a lot to say that people will um, relate to. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. <laughs> if you want to support us, please like subscribe and share this episode with your fellow gems. Let me know in the comments, what other topics you would like me to cover and follow TRs and tech on social media. Thanks for watching or listening and have a great day.